Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. Tough as these last eight years have been for many Americans, as tough as these times are now for many of our fellow citizens, there are almost daily events that are shaping our republic's path, suggesting a new direction, a return to America's destiny as the beacon of freedom, as one nation, one people who stand for truth, justice, and yes, the American way. As I've said for a number of weeks, there's something new, something fresh and hopeful in the air. Thanks to the congressional investigators, the whistleblowers, the witnesses who are courageous and committed to our great nation, the tides of fortune seem to be turning. These times of tribulation are easing just enough to be discernible above the din and the racket of honest citizens fighting for their constitution trying their best to wrest control of this federal government from the Marxist Dems who've insinuated themselves and their authoritarian ideology into our government, our universities, schools, and media. They've done their very worst to destroy our republic, but this seems to be now our moment. We haven't yet won, but we are beginning to win, to win back what evil meant to take from us, Persecuted by the Marxist Dems for eight years, President Trump is still fighting for this country, for his life, his family, and events are slowly turning in his favor. Vindicated by the testimony of two IRS whistleblowers, vindicated this week by a former Biden business associate that says President Biden is a criminal who lied about not knowing anything about his son's business dealings. Just yesterday, a Pennsylvania state judge ruled President Trump is protected by presidential immunity for statements he made doubting results of the 2020 election. He said that election was straight out rigged. The court ruling stems from an election worker who tried to sue President Trump over his claims that the election was rigged. But who today can really doubt that Trump was right about that? Judge Michael Erdos says Trump has immunity, and that includes his tweets and other comments he made from the White House following the election. The ruling comes as junkyard dog and special counsel Jack Smith announces another indictment of President Trump for January 6th. The indictment carries four federal charges as a result of his investigation, including conspiracy to defraud the United States. The junkyard dog has struck again. Well, Smith this week also caught up in yet another lie. His special counsel team had to admit that they, quote-unquote, incorrectly told a Miami court that the Department of Justice had turned over all materials to the Trump defense system. It turns out Smith's team are liars through and through. 
They're Marxist dim activists and operatives, and they are lowlifes, determined to crush America and you and me. Smith has lied to courts before. That's why Biden gave him the special counsel job, isn't it? He needed another lowlife in his regime of lowlifes. And isn't it amusing that his own team had to admit what he charged President Trump with? That is not turning over all of the documents to the court in this case. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Joe Biden is being revealed to be exactly what President Trump said he was in the 2020 election. Biden is a liar, a crook, and corrupt and compromised by our country's enemies. I want to bring in our guest now to take up all of this and much more. Joining us is Congressman Bob Good. He represents the people of the 5th Congressional District of Virginia. He's a member of the House Freedom Caucus. Congressman, it's always great to talk with you, and thanks for being with us. Your thoughts on these latest developments in the House investigation of President Biden and his corrupt regime. Yes, you have two credible FBI whistleblowers, uh, you know, credible sources, longtime sources, uh, you know, risking everything personally to come forward. You know, they are culpable for what they say. The testimony they give is not uh, accurate or truthful. Then it, so it takes a lot of courage for them to do that, especially with this administration, this the Biden administration, which has shown an unprecedented willingness to go after political opponents. To, to utilize the power or to abuse the power of the federal government to go after those who they see as threats to them. So what courage shown and what revealing testimony, uh, really it's, it's indisputable uh, that there's, there's, there's behavior that needs to be investigated here on behalf of the Biden family, and we may be on the verge of the biggest political scandal in the history of the country. Well, it certainly appears that way. And right now, after that hearing, I would say that there are a couple of things that are takeaways. One is we know Joe Biden has been found lying once again, uh, that there was political interference with the investigation of uh, Hunter Biden by the Department of Justice, by Merrick Garland, uh, and presumably by Garland's boss, who is Joe Biden. Uh, we and that there is a pattern uh, on the part of the uh, executive departments, particularly DOJ, FBI, uh, the list goes on, intelligence. They are protecting Joe Biden. Do you have any sense of why that is? You know, it is interesting. Joe Biden, uh, you and I have both been around long enough to remember, you know, he's always been someone who's had trouble with the truth. He's always been someone who's had trouble with whether it's plagiarism going back to a presidential campaign 35 years ago, whether it's embellished stories or embellished resume or whatever it might be. And he, even before he began to have a diminished capacity uh, where he gets disoriented, confused, seems to have trouble finding his way and has diminished energy and that sort of thing. You know, he was a punchline as vice president during the Biden or the Obama administration, I should say, you know, he was the the foil for the SNL actors who lean left. Of course, Joe Biden was kind of the joke, the buffoon, if you will. I uh, was never taken really seriously. And and, you know, now to look at you know, the Biden crime family, as many of us are calling it, what is their good or services that they provide? What is their business expertise? You know, what, what business are they in for which they would uh, receive, apparently, allegedly, evidence continues to seem to mount and indicate, you know, millions 
of dollars in compensation. You know, folks, you know, have long criticized, you know, adversaries criticized the Trump family. Well, we know what the Trump family business is. They're in real estate, they're in construction, they're in development, they've got hotels and casinos and so forth. Legitimate business, built an empire. What is the Biden business other than corruption, influence peddling, uh, bribery, it appears? You know, what is the business other than that? Well, the business pretty clear cut. Uh, their their business, are, they are shakedown artists. They are coercing, coercing uh, foreign nationals to do business uh, for the for a proper response, if you will, or an improper response, really, uh, in, in terms of policy decisions made by uh, Joe Biden and decisions made by others that he can influence. It is uh, a remarkable remarkable situation uh, as revealed yesterday in that oversight committee hearing. I know Ways and Means is doing a great deal. I understand the weaponization uh, committee is doing a great deal, as is the judiciary uh, over the uh, subcommittee uh, for weaponization. The American people are starting to get a very clear sense, if they didn't have it already, uh, because the American people use common sense and judgment to assess what they believe. And 70 percent of people believe that everything that is being done to President Trump right now is politically motivated. And this president is, has his lowest poll numbers ever. And no one is in any doubt about the fact that the man is cognitively impaired, that he is politically compromised by the Chinese, by the Ukrainians. And that is only the only possible explanation why Joe Biden ships over a billion or two billion dollars worth of military equipment uh, at a just at, the, at a whim. I don't think he even has to sign a paper. That money just goes yeah. off to Zelensky and uh, and that investment the Ukrainians made in Joe Biden and his son. By golly, it's paying off big time. That's a that's what I call a great rate of return. Your thoughts? Yes, you have to also just add your uh, your listing those who are doing yeoman's work. The oversight committee, Jamie Comer, they've been bulldogged, determined in pursuing where the evidence would take them. As you know, identifying dozens of shell companies and LLCs. Uh, some hundreds of uh, suspicious activity report from the banking records. Tough to track down the trail of all of this. You know, they've gotten, you know, evidence and testimony saying, hey, that, we, that, that they were going to, you know, uh, have so many bank accounts and so many shell companies and so many LLCs that it would take years to track it down, the flow of the money. But they've been determined to do that. We've got, uh, obviously, whistleblower testimony. You've got business associate testimony. Even going back a few years, remember Tony Bobolinsky prior to the election, where most of the media wanted to ignore him saying he met with the big guy, uh, that the big guy was Joe Biden, of course. And you've got you know reports of what, some 80 times where Hunter's business associate, associates met with then President or Vice President Biden uh, at his office during the time that he was vice president. And, and now you've got this testimony here where, as you said, that, that the, the investigation was shut down, the prosecution was shut down, and you've got individuals who put their credibility on the line. One of those yesterday, as, as we know, uh, uh, Mr. Ziegler, you know, identifying himself as someone who is certainly a Democrat, certainly agrees with the Democrat Party politically, but he believes in doing the right thing, and he's taking great personal risk and showing great courage to come forward and testify. And it's clear that retaliation is taking place. I presume that the Republicans are are doing whatever they can do to protect these uh, these men and women, because I have to say, 
uh, they, the, the risk you're talking about, it is a, a pressure that's to most of us inconceivable to imagine what yes. it's like to have an FBI uh, supervisor come down on an agent's head saying, you know, this, don't you dare go near or an Internal Revenue Service supervisor with an IRS agent saying, don't you yes. dare go near the grandchildren of the president of the United States. We're going to take all of this up. We continue our conversation with Congressman Bob Good right after these words. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back. We're talking with Congressman Bob Good. The House is having quite a, a political battle on its own, whether it's the NDA, uh, NDA of, uh, for the defense uh, uh, funding or the FAA reauthorization. A lot of people didn't even know that the FAA has to be reauthorized. I have to say, Congressman, that is a peculiar but interesting idea that every major agency has to be reauthorized every few years. I think that you might see a greater uh, a greater accommodation by the executive branch of the of the Congress's oversight responsibilities. You're thinking. Well, it, it is a rare compliance, if you will, that we are reauthorizing. The NDAA has to be done every year. The, the, the FAA is every five years, kind of like the Farm Bill. But I, just as an aside or related note, we have some 1,200 programs, government programs, that are no longer authorized, meaning their authorization has expired anyway from a few years ago to decades ago that we continue to appropriate money towards. One of the great outcomes of the speaker battle and the, the change to how Congress would operate and to you know, change the rules, go back to regular order, to have more you know, uh, ideological diversity among Republicans on these important committees, was we got some, a couple of new conservatives on the Appropriations Committee who are committed to not appropriating money that's not authorized. In other words, we don't just go on autopilot and continue to send funds where Congress hasn't voted to reauthorize that spending. But we did that on the NDAA, and the two that you, you mentioned, the FAA, uh, Federal Aviation uh, Authority, as long, along with the National Defense Authorization Act, contrast in what happened, a great contrast, with the defense authorization, you had a true Republican defense bill come out where we, uh, we uh, passed it with essentially all Republican votes. And we put Republican priorities in there where we focused on lethality, effectiveness, 
force readiness, trying to you know build and enhance the strongest fighting machine on the planet so that we never have to use it, or when we do, we make sure that we win. But we had amendments there to strip out funding for abortion, for transgender surgery for military members, diversity, equity, inclusion policies, climate policies, those sorts of things. And that's why we didn't have any Democrat votes. That's how it should happen in a Republican House majority. Now it goes to the Senate. They'll have their version. And we'll have, you know, give and take and we'll battle to see what kind of a bill we can get out of it together and achieve some kind of a consensus. However, the, I voted against the FAA, the the uh, the, the aviation authorization, because we didn't do that. We had amendments to strip away climate uh, initiatives and diversity initiatives and to restore the pilots who were fired for not getting the COVID vaccine and to require the FAA to employees to go back to in-person work, those sorts of things, those failed. So because you had increased spending that I didn't agree with and you didn't in, in, uh, implement Republican policies and it passed on a broad, unfortunately, bipartisan basis, meaning the Democrats liked it almost as much as the Republicans. I and, and about 50 of my conservative colleagues couldn't vote for it. Well, good for you. Uh, and if I may, the brave 51. What is a shame is your leadership or has decided not to represent the American people. I mean, this is crazy. The, the fact that you have a bipartisan bill on NDAA that is just rolls over all of those very important issues right now to the American people. Uh, it, it, they can't imagine what their military is doing, what their government is doing, getting involved in culture issues uh, and, and with issues that are, frankly, not being uh, heard, uh, investigated by our, our representatives in Congress, whether it is the true effects of what it means to be a, ch a child who is being uh, basically groomed to be transgender, uh, keeping that information away from parents. It, the issues go on and on. CRT, ESG, uh, the military, I, I mean, there was a story today uh, about the military not deploying uh, transgender uh, personnel uh, because right. of their uh, transitioning. Uh, I, this, is, right. this is a, 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 just an unbelievable situation for the U.S. military to be in. You're exactly right. This is an administration that does not recognize or understand or agree with, uh, we can assign motive, whatever it might be, with what is the primary purpose of the military. The president has told the military that the number one threat to the country is climate change. And so they put a hyper focus on environmental climate extremism, anti-affordable, reliable energy resources in the field, the theater of war even, on the battlefield, trying to convert us to electric vehicles, sustainable fuel. Can you imagine China, Russia, Iran, North Korea being concerned about climate? Secondly, they have targeted the military as needing to be reformed or transformed, uh, saying it's a racist organization, it's a white supremacist organization, you know, it's got w white nationalists permeating the military, whatever whatever they mean by that, quite frankly. And so, while by the way, you by the way if they say white nationalists, you know, shame on them. That is just pure ignorance. Uh, first of all, they're using racial uh, terms uh, to describe what is in their, at least I infer, they want to discuss ideology. 
And nationalism isn't the ideology that they should fear. What we should all fear is that we're not all nationalists. And by that, I mean concerned with America first. And, uh, you know, it, it's time for you for this Congress, which is doing an amazing job, in my opinion. I have to say, Congressman, I appreciate everything you're doing and your colleagues. It's you're so far ahead of any Congress in the last I, I, I don't even know what limit to put on it. I'm going to say three decades. Uh, it's since uh, Newt Gingrich was Speaker of the House. So let's take it back to the 90s. It's it's just sickening to see uh, rhino Republicans go along with an NDAA that has all of those cultural issues that every conservative, every American, every working man and woman, every small business person, every decent person in this country wants to do their government to take up and to get rid of that uh, when it interferes with public policy or certainly with our military. It's just it's it's asinine. There's no other word for it. Yes. To clarify, to make sure I don't misspeak, the NDAA, the defense piece, we got the bad stuff out. And that's why we only had Republican votes. It was the FAA where we didn't do that. And that got passed on the bipartisan basis. But you've cut right to the point on a couple of key points that you made there, Lou. Number one, uh, we're dealing with a Democrat party, uh, the the leftist movement that doesn't even understand or doesn't agree with uh, the fundamentals like what is someone's sex or what is someone's gender and that, you know, that that the military ought to be able to get time off while they figure out what gender they are at taxpayer expense. And then secondly, patriotism, America first, flying the flag, American exceptionalism, American sovereignty, that used to be bipartisan. The Democrat Party shared that view. We might not have agreed on the strategies or the, you know, what that looked like in government policy, but we used to share that in common, and that is no longer the case, at least as it applies to the Democrat elected officials. It's really quite something. We're at a point in our country's history where people have to define what a, a, a defense department is all about, what it means to be a military, and what it means to be a woman. Uh, we thought we all had that pretty well understood, right. but uh, not with this uh, Marxist dim cloud that hangs over our nation and its future. We're talking with Congressman Bob Good. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back. We're talking with Congressman Bob Good. I was talking about the House Oversight Committee, which basically, blew, in my opinion, blew the doors off uh, the Biden corruption scandal. They advance greatly what we know and the kind of trouble that Biden is in. It's immense trouble as far as I can see. 
What do you think the next steps are going to be, and how will you proceed? Because I was told by one congressman, I was told by Congressman Andy Biggs uh, yesterday, that he doesn't have the votes for a, a bill to secure the border and to deal with rampant uh, illegal immigration in this country. What can you guys do if you have such feckless leadership uh, and you are in the in the company of uh, Republicans in name only? Well, Andy Biggs is certainly a true, courageous, conservative warrior, and he's a, certainly – I'm glad that you were talking with him, and he brings a lot to the table, of course. And, and you touched on this a few moments ago earlier in the segment, Lou, but the, it's the, the corruption of the Biden crime family – uh, what we have to ask ourselves is how has the millions of dollars they've made off corrupt Ukrainian business relationships impacted the fact that we've sent over $100 billion to Ukraine? And how has the business relationships with China impacted the fact that we consider them a competitive partner now instead of an adversary? So you have to wonder, and as the investigations continue, and we follow where the trails may lead, follow truth and evidence wherever it does take us, how has it influenced the policies being executed by this administration today. What kind of influence do those people in Ukraine and China and elsewhere have over this administration? But to your point, this president should be impeached. This president should be impeached for a number of reasons. He ought to be impeached because of the border. We don't need any more evidence on that. We know what's happening. Seven million illegals invading the country, illegal aliens coming with the help of this administration. One and a half million of those are gotaways who don't want the free stuff that we give to the other five and a half million. He ought to be uh, impeached because of he depleted the strategic petroleum reserves on the eve of the last election. He ought to be impeached because he takes actions that he says is doesn't have the constitutional authority to do it, and he does it anyway, whether it's the eviction moratorium being extended or trying to transfer student loan debt to those who didn't borrow it. But Merrick Garland should be impeached. Uh, uh, Secretary Mayorkas should be impeached. Joe Biden should be impeached. But you're right. Uh, the problem, Lou, is do we have the stomach to go all the way? Do we recognize that we are in an existential threat for our country on so many issues, the weaponization of the government, the abuse of power against political partners? the censorship of dis, uh, disparate viewpoints or, or, or information and free speech and, and, and you know, collusion to influence with big tech the impact or the outcome of elections. There are so many issues that are an existential threat to the country. Again, we've talked about the border. We've talked about the spending, the weakening of the military. And so, so Republicans have to have the stomach to follow through and to take whatever an action, action is necessary to save the country. And we're sitting here a year and a half away from an election. And already we're seeing opposition to just basic fundamental Republican values and legislation that would uh, set the, the country's hearts aflame with hope uh, and uh, and pride. Your thoughts? You're exactly right. I, there's a policy component and there's a political component. From a policy component, we've got to pursue uh, true conservative legislative priorities. We've got to show courage. We've got to do what we say we will do because the country needs it. The country is depending on us. But then politically, Lou, we've got to validate the trust the American people put in us eight months ago on November 8th when they gave us the majority. It's the House that reflects where the American people are. It's not the Senate where we only have elections every, you know, every, every 
two years, one-third of the Senate is up, and it's not proportional by population. It's two per state. It's not even the White House with the Electoral College. It's the House that reflects where the American people are. We ran on conservative policy. The American people put their trust in us. We've got to deliver. That's the key, not only to, to trying to hold back or and reverse what we can on the Biden agenda right now, but it's also the key to getting the House the Senate majority to getting back the White House and expanding our numbers in the House is to do what we say we will do, do what the American people voted for us for, and not fund the very government tyranny that we ran against. But it sounds in some cases, and your point about, the, and, it's, and I'm very proud that this Congress passed an NDAA that is a Republican bill. Yeah. Why can't that be done with every issue? And we're witnessing absolute corruption and the destruction of this government and this nation by the left. You're exactly right. We need to not apologize for being in charge and having a majority. And we need to force the moderates to help us advance conservative policy. We need to pass out of the House what is right, not what we think the Senate will agree to or what the president will sign. And then, frankly, we've got to have steely resolve where we're willing to say no and to force the Democrats for once to cave instead of having Republicans cave, frankly, like we did on the uh, the, the debt ceiling, the, the failed responsibility oh, act, man. I call it, what we did on the debt ceiling where we essentially surrendered to the Biden position of raising the debt ceiling unconditionally through January of 25. As much as we can come together and spend, there's no limit between now and January 25. Now, we've got the opportunity through the spending packages here over these next few weeks to, to reverse that. And we're trying to force through cuts back to pre-COVID spending on the non-defense discretionary, implement Republican priorities on how the money is spent and take a step in the right direction. But this next few weeks will be really telling. Is the Appropriations Committee sufficiently uh, aware of their uh, the importance of getting this right and not being just another tool for the, uh, the uniparty that runs the Congress of the United States and the Senate? Well, we are trying to change the swamp. We're trying to defeat the corrupt uniparty cartel, as you know, and it doesn't happen easily. But I will say you've got people like Andy Harris from Maryland, uh, Andrew Clyde from Georgia, Michael Cloud from Texas, and Ben Klein from Virginia who are really trying to do the right thing on that Appropriations Committee. And there, we've got uh, some, uh, some conservative voices on there really for the first time and uh, in a long time anyway, and they are trying to steer the ship in the right direction. Yeah, you call them conservative voices. I call them American voices. And we here, appreciate you bringing your voice to uh, the Great America Show today. Congressman Bob Good. really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Well, I just say thanks for what you're doing. You know, we need to now I, I often I was doing it even today in an interview on the Capitol steps as I was coming out off the floor boat. The media needs to follow its responsibility to hold government accountable. The left used to even take that responsibility seriously, that it was their job to, to pursue truth, to pursue justice, to pursue evidence and expose government corruption. Not everybody's doing that anymore. We're glad that you're doing that. We're glad to have you in the fight helping us. We all got to do everything we can to save the save the country and it's a privilege to be on your show once again lou thank you so much for that congressman and thank you for being here today always enjoy talking to you god bless thank you god bless you congressman bob good a great american and thanks everybody for listening today our guest here tomorrow will be congressman greg Stubbe of the great state of florida we take up the continued abuses of the biden regime and his corrupt department of justice in particular 
We hope you'll be with us. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out the all-new LouDobbs.com. We hope you'll join us here tomorrow and each and every weekday for The Great America Show. Thanks. God bless you. God bless America. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.